This is your source for genre news, album reviews, and commentary on all things heavy. The Metal Here are your hosts, Brendan Flum and George Fong. Hello and welcome from a two-week sabbatical. Was it two weeks, Flum? It was two, two weeks, weeks yeah. From the Metal Pod. Uh, we've been Word. away but not gone. Uh, we're back and better than ever. Um, with our guest uh, Liam Rogers, uh, who will be uh, will be kindly interviewing on the pod today. Um, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Liam is a is a good friend of mine from high school who is a killer musician, if I say so myself. Um, we, yeah, like George said, we took a, a two week break, kind of nursing that St. Patty's Day episode hangover, um, and we were supposed to do our. Uh, Rage Against the Machine themed episode with uh, Isaiah and Andrew, but that kind of fell through. So we're uh, still waiting on that. So hopefully that'll be uh, the next episode. But, you know, we figured we we want to to do an episode with a real musician. And that is what Liam is. So Liam, thank you for being here. I'm honored, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, the first order of business is always on on the metal pod is shirt stories. So Liam, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing a crew neck from my latest album, Being. Yes, I sir. dig it. It's warm. It's comfortable. <laughs> it is. I, 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 there you go. Exactly. I, <laughs> I've got one of those bad boys myself, and I, I will say it's very comfy. <laughs> yep. And uh, just piggybacking off of that, I've got my, uh, my From a Bus, which is the album of Liam's before being. Um, so yeah, we're, we're rocking the Liam Rogers merch tonight, but George, I think, is that a, is that a Rick and Morty shirt I saw? It is. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, I haven't copped any Liam Rogers merch yet, but I probably will soon. Um, like I said, <laughs> I've run out of shirts. My wardrobe is completely cleared. So this is a Rick and Morty shirt. Kind of got some like black metal text, but uh, I will have a metal patch to show you guys. Cause I don't think I've, sh- I did show this one off for the Marilyn Manson episode, but you couldn't see it very well because it was in the studio. So I'll have it right up front here. Woo. He looks kind of like a, like an emo Naruto in this. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's my uh, that's my Manson patch. I don't know if we can talk about him, but um, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, and that that's it for Manson as well. So, <laughs> all right, then that's it for Judas. What? No more Judas Priest. Why no more Judas Priest? What did they there's do? No more, if there's no more Manson, there's no more Judas Priest. That's how it works. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> all right, let's 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 go to the metal news. Yeah, uh, this one is going to be real short because uh, we do have a very special guest today. We want to focus on that. Um, it's kind of in the same vein as... Uh, you know, when we when we came back this year, early like this year of 2021, uh, the Slipknot episode was the first one we did of this year, and we dedicated that entire metal news to uh, Alexi Laiho of Children of Bodom, who had recently passed. Uh, so I'm we're going to do the same thing here, and I'm kind of sad to say that another prominent metal musician has passed, and that was LG Petrov, who was the singer of the Swedish death metal band Entombed. Uh, he passed away since the last time uh, you and I talked, George uh, did this pod. So um, yeah, just reserving that metal news spot just for him because you know, Entombed is one of those classic old school death metal bands that kind of paved the way for all the other ones to follow. So yep. um, it's, it's unfortunate and he made some killer music, but uh, sadly he's no longer with us. So rest in peace, LG. Rip. Indeed. Well, let's let's try to brighten up brighten it up a bit. And I mean, Liam, your music is some of the most positive shit I've ever heard. So we're just gonna get <laughs> right into it. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, George, you. What's up? I was just say I can start with the first question. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was gonna say. So take it away. All right. So, um, yeah, Liam, just um, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, just gener- I, I, It's kind of a loaded question, kind of a broad thing. But uh, Who the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Who the f- uh, I'm Liam Rogers. I'm from Lake Orion, Michigan, and I, I'm an artist. Yeah, 
the big LO. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so this being the metal pod, um, like I said, you, I don't think you would consider your music metal. I certainly don't, but you're still metal as fuck. I would say, um, with, with that being said though, uh, what, if anything, do you know about metal? Uh, full disclosure. I know probably nothing about metal. <laughs> Fair enough. You're going to learn today. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful, man. I want to. <laughs> really, not a, yeah, not no, a metalhead at all, dude. I mean, I res- I respect the community. Like, I know that there's such a, a pulse and a life to it, and it's just it was something that I never I never learned about, and I would love to. Do you like uh, any like rock? Like any any close uh, genres? Any cousins of metal? Um, I like I like rock. Um, I can't say like harder rock, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was never, it's never something I got fully into, but again, completely respect it. What's the heaviest man that you listen to? <laughs> Fuck man. Uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know. What's, what's heavy? Like, well, it, it's a, just like, like uh, the hardest. Like what's yeah. the like the hardest and like what's the like artist you listen to that has the most attitude? Yeah, like when you think of metal, who is who is that? Who's who's your artist? Oh man. Yeah, attitude for for lack of a better term. Attitude. I dude, okay. So this might not be metal, but I, I do appreciate like I really like and this not metal, but I do like Phoebe Bridgers. She's pretty kick-ass and her, her music is badass. I think there's an edge to it. I love her energy. I don't know if that's metal, but she's killer. It, it's not metal, but she is fucking sweet. I will say that. And she, she smashed a goddamn guitar on SNL pretty recently. And if that's not metal, I don't know what is. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Um, cool. you've, come to, you've come to the right place, though. This is the metal pod. So uh, welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I guess just moving into the next question, um, you know, what kind of music do you make? Uh, and like, if you had to categorize, you know, what kind of genres would you say that your music is? Um, if, if I had to put it into a category, it would probably be alternative just cause it's a little bit of little bit of everything, you know, not like too much of everything, but a little bit of everything I would say. But yeah, Fair enough. Um, you know, kind of going along with that question, like what, and I know you said Phoebe Bridgers, but I'm sure there's other artists as well, but like what, what artists and other genres are your inspirations for making music? Oh man. I, and it's such a, it's a lame answer, but I, I do use it all dude. Like if you've got a story and you've got something to say or an energy to be conveyed, dude, I love it. I I really found myself using a lot of like folk and a lot of uh, like rap and and hip hop, I would say in shaping like rhythm of of how I kind of put my words together. Yeah, I see that totally. And I mean, I know you've mentioned Bon Iver. Uh, I I know you like them for sure. Um, Yeah, that's, I totally see that. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then I guess, uh, you know, how did you get into making music? So I was on my buddy's toilet at 14 years old and, and I was writing some poetry and it was, it was something that I've kind of always viewed as like ventilation and, and I, have, I have bipolar disorder and I knew that it would not be sustainable to not have something right to to kind of be constructive and get out of you so that was that was kind of how i got into music is ventilation writing learning kind of thing yeah i think a lot of artists can relate to that you know like uh a a cathartic release you know Mm. (laughs) (laughs) thank you um yeah i mean do you have anything to add to that brendan 
I do. We've, we've talked about that so much on the show. I, I think that's one of the, the calling cards of metal and just music in general. It's just get like getting your demons out, you know, just a cathartic release of, you know, in, in like a positive way too. Like when people think about metal, they think about the negative aspects because, you know, it's metal. It's this like scary genre, but it's a positive release of energy because I go and listen to metal instead of like, you know, killing people, you know, like, <laughs> right. And, 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 so, and you can, so. it's, it's cool to relate to something too. And, you know, understand that someone else can feel the same way that you do. Uh, even if everyone around you, you know, might not understand. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And that really kind of leads into my next question for you, Liam, and you, you sort of answered it, but like, why, why do you make music? I, I mean, you, you did kind of touch on that, but if you want to expand further in then like what what is your overall message to to listeners i guess i would i would say healing and and finding your balance and your individual peace um with kind of yourself and your surroundings and where you come from where you're going just finding your peace and i and i i just hope to offer that for other people you know i know i'm not like everybody's thing but if it helps people get through something or just gives them a moment of clarity or peace, that's I've succeeded. That's my career. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming off of that is, uh, you know, where, where do you see music taking you? What's your goal? And um, I can, we can combine this with the next question too. Like, you know, what are some projects that you're, that you're working on or that you might be releasing next? Um, um, so I mean, goals, I, I would say like, I, I really was grateful for kind of the, how, how the last album was received being, and I wasn't expecting it to, to be received, you know, and in that way. And, and I really like, I don't do it for money. I don't do it for, for any sort of status or anything. I, I truly just like want to offer what I can offer to people. I mean, I'm a, I'm like a hermit <laughs> most of the time. So I just, I don't like need a lot. I live simply. Uh, and, and that's, that's all I hope my art can do is just help people out. And I, uh, I, what did you say? What else did you say? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, uh, I asked, uh, you know, what, what are, what are some projects you're working on currently? Um, so I've, I'm coming out with this, with this new album, I think is what it is. And probably another seven tracks. And that's probably going to come later this year. And then I might, I might take like a little hiatus for a while. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause Liam, I, I know uh, when we were hanging out the other day, you, you showed me some of this uh, next project and told me all about it. So I, from, from what I heard, I am very excited about it. I mean, like, like you said, being was received very well and something I was going to say earlier, I think part of that is because you released it during COVID and such a negative year, you know, and then here comes being, and it's just like this ray of positivity. And I think people really needed it. So, um, with that, and then you, what what did, what did you say the the next one's going to be called again? I, I think it's going to be called One Among. Right, right. And I, again, talk about that as much as you want. But I I just I will say that as as I told you, it's it's pretty killer. And like you <laughs> said, it's it's different, but it's just man, it's like I I see you progressing as an artist. Like you you released Spectrums like all the way back in two thousand seventeen. And obviously you've come such a long way since then. And it's just been awesome to watch. And I think I could just be saying this because it's unreleased, but I think I'm looking forward to this next one more than any of your other ones. Dude, I'm so grateful. Thank you. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's just something that I didn't, I didn't expect like anybody to listen to the stuff that I put out. And I'm sure that's what everybody says. I don't know, but I, I really just like, I like showing my growth and I like being able to look back and 
look back at my own work and say, wow, you know, like we've come through a lot of shit and, and, and kind of what's being relayed too is like, it's, it's such a personal, it's art and music is such a personal thing that it can be so foreign to people in, in what is this person saying? What are they doing? And sometimes you can just feel it and you, you might not even know what they're saying, but growth is so important to me. And I just want to, I want to do better than my last thing. Um, but I am, I'm getting tired, man. My tanks, my tanks running low and you know, it's we're you know, Michigan folk. So skies are gray and, and I don't know, words can be limited. And I, I think I've dropped like a full album every year since high school. And I think I need to just go like live and get out there and learn more, you know? Well, I was going to say, uh, when you said that, you know, music, it's it, sometimes it's just a feel or like art in general is, um, is like a feeling. Uh, and I think music especially is, is often that, you know, you don't, it's, it's a sound. So it's kind of like, it's, it can be hard to place a definition or something on art, uh, and music. Uh, and sometimes, and you don't need to sometimes, and it's just, you know, the, the message comes through and you might not be able to, um, put that into words, but you, you still receive it. And I think that's really awesome. Um, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, uh, with that. One time you told me that you were going to take a break from music and like go make a movie or something. Like, is that still on the table for you? Um, it, it was, and, and it, it is, I think in the future, um, this year's, this year's been heavy, man. And I, I think there are, I want to have the same fire in my heart, you know, in, for a project start to finish. And if I find myself wavering with that fire, the last thing I want to do is involve people in their time and their energy, especially if I'm, you know, whatever, like kind of steering a project. So I think this year, you know, like a lot of people kicked a lot out of me, a lot of energy. And I think that is going to be more on the back burner. I am excited for it, but I want to, I want to make sure it's everything, everything that I can do for it, you know? Yeah. I, I feel that. And that's probably the best thing I could have heard is that you putting a hundred percent into your art. Cause that's everything that I want in the artists that I like. So I really appreciate that. And part of that too is, you know, sorry to put you on the spot like that, but the reason I ask is because like, like, like you said, you, you put out pretty much an album's worth of music each year since we graduated from high school. And, you know, if you decided to take a break, it's like, you know, like that's just something you got to do, you know, and like people can't be expecting music from you every year. So that's the reason I asked that. It's, it's scary, man, because, you know, especially as an independent artist, it, even, even as an artist, artist that's signed to someone, like there's such a, such a dynamic of you think if I took a break, you know, I'm not going to be like one of the greats. So my fan base or whatever, the people that listen are going to forget. And that's hard, especially when, you know, you take so much time and you put so much of your, your energy and your attention into things and, and it can be scary to take a break. But sometimes I, I think I like to challenge myself, at least more recently, of do my words outweigh my silence? You know what I'm saying? Do I have something to say? And is that going to truly benefit like the, the arc of myself for the collective of mankind, is that going to offer something or is that just going to be something that's kind of there? And I don't ever want it to just be there. I want there to be an intent and I want people to just be like, yeah, he, he was there for that one. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, so yeah, the, the next question is, uh, you know, what's the best concert you've ever seen? Dude, I'm, I'm broke, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm seriously like, I've been to a couple, but I really love personally just smoking a bowl, shutting my eyes and opening my mind up and my heart up. And just, I want to listen to what someone had to say in, in kind of that environment. I, I'm not knocking going to concerts because going to concerts is badass, especially the right ones. But I do find that I resonate more with like, 
intimate venues. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should, uh, Ooh, did I lose you? Oh, sorry. But I, I, I do like kind of receiving it in a, in a space to, to really process it. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, I don't. <laughs> definitely my preferred method of intake, uh, I'd say is, you know, in a dark room with all the lights off, eyes closed, headphones on, like that's the way I'll always listen to something new. Um, yeah, the con- concerts to me are more of like a collective experience, kind of like let's be around people that also like the music because it's not going to sound the same way. It's not going to be like the best sonic experience at all. Um, and, and also, you know, it's, it's being in the same room as your favorite artist too, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, to- totally get what you're saying with that. Yeah. Yeah, and Liam, I know you've obviously, you had correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, you've had like one, like of you personally performing live at the, uh, that coffee shop in downtown, like rain, like, could you see yourself <laughs> doing more of that? Or was that just like a one-time thing? I, w- I would love to, I would love to be able to put on live shows. I've got a couple things in the works for potentially this summer, definitely in the future. I do know that I'm, I'm just someone that wanted to make music, you know, and, and there's a lot of like, imposter syndrome with oh you know you got to play everything and you look at these artists like oh my god they do it all or they just there's this mystery to them of do they do it all do they not do it all how do they get this sound and i i want to be able to put on the best show possible and the most like is a cohesive show and work with with what i'm saying to people so something outdoors could be badass you know like an outdoor venue of just like I don't know, under a hundred people would be my favorite, but I got to get better. I got to get better at live performances. Fair enough, man. And like you said, all you, all you want to do is make music and you've obviously done a pretty good job at that. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the question I was going to ask you earlier though, I'm sorry, this is kind of random, but uh, you've, I don't remember what we were talking about earlier to, to spark this question, but uh, you know, you, you've, told me that like some Spotify playlists have like picked up your music. Uh, I know our own station that George and I work for uh, the impacts. We've been trying to get some of your music on there for a while. And I know uh, that did kind of come to fruition. So could you just kind of tell us a little bit more about all that stuff? Yeah. So play playlisting is so huge in, in, especially as an independent artist. And I think when you're signed to a label, you know, a lot of what you're getting is advertising and, and, and their connections and their networking. But what's really cool is when there's now this market of people who have similar tastes, you know, as other people, and they can kind of create this playlist and this platform for people to come and go, yeah, make a playlist on Spotify. And oh, I like that. And I like that. And it, it helps, man. It helps independent artists and, I've been very fortunate enough to get accepted down to a few of them. Nothing, you know, like crazy, crazy, but these are really good people and really good tastes and not to, you know, whatever, but I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for the ride. Didn't expect any of it. Of course that, that is pretty cool to see that, you know, not like for lack of a better term, you're, you're kind of blown up a little bit and that's, that's really cool to see. Cause you know, like, we, we kind of grew up together, you know what I mean? And, and seeing you like blossom, like no pun intended. I know one of your <laughs> biggest songs is blossom, but like you, you really are. So it's awesome to see. Thank you, man. Thank you. And, uh, before we move into the segments, uh, this is kind of, uh, it's an in, inside joke here on the pod. And it's kind of a, a tradition at this point for us to ask all of our guests, uh, which, which one you like better between Pantera and Lamb of God? Oh man. <laughs> uh, was, uh, Pantera. Let's no. go Pantera. <laughs> Name one Pantera yes. song. Huh? Name one Pantera song. Talk, I don't know. <laughs> that, that doesn't count. Dude, dude. He only picked don't add one. me to the, don't add me to the average of the question. He only picked that one because he said it first. Segments. All right. <laughs> Top five albums of all time. 
Liam, top five albums. What do you have? Top top five. Okay. Yeah, Liam. Liam, this was this was your idea, you know, and I'm really, I'm really glad you picked this as our top five because I think George and I have been wanting to do this for a while. So, good call. Okay. okay. I can I can I say a few honorable mentions? Yeah. Because it's hard, man. There's so many. Can it I? Is, is it, it is hard. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. So my honorable mentions in no order. I have Cold Fact by Rodriguez. I have Melophobia by Cage the Elephant. Yes, dude. <laughs> Leak 413 by Abate Ones by J. Paul. Blonde by Frank Ocean. Care for Me by Saba. And then For Your Eyes Only, J. Cole. Those are my honorable mentions. I know there are a lot, but fuck, there's so much music. My top five metal albums to make it easy on myself, but Melophobia is definitely my favorite. Cage Elephant is one of my all-time favorite bands, and Melophobia is probably my favorite. So I'm really glad you said that. Oof, dude, they're so fucking good. Um, <laughs> okay, so my top five, I hate to say in order, but in I think in order. In order of impact of impact. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so many Number puns. five is, huh? So many puns going on. Impact is our radio station, as you yeah. know. Yeah. It's all planned. <laughs> we got this. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's a big thing at Georgia Mind. Like we typically don't like we we hate putting shit in order too, but you know, it's it's whatever. Just do it however the fuck you want. And I think the way you described this to me was albums that you know you just roll through without wanting to skip a song, right? Dude, no skips. I'm telling you, no skips and no urge to skip. Right. Personal. Okay. Number five is tied for the Divine Feminine and Swimming by Mac Miller. That's my number five tie. Um, four is Hosier, his his debut album, Hosier. That's heat. <laughs> Dude, that fucking album. Um, my third one is is Noir by Smino. I don't know if you've that's venturing more into hip hop and, and rap. He's incredible. Who is it? Sorry. Smino. 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 He is th- his rhythm and and I love words. Words are words are my thing. I love words and I love how you can combine them and twist them and flow them. And he's he's a wordsmith. He's got it, dude. He's on it. Very cool. Um my second one is 22 million, Bonnie Vare. I think that to me is probably one of the biggest like impacts on my music is just how you can be so raw and so I don't know yourself. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, like you've experienced bands in this and I need to, I need to extend my parameters into metal more, but raw personal. I love that shit. And then my number one album, dude. Okay. I'm telling you no skips no skips whatsoever it's arguably the best story i've ever heard and it's the most like seamlessly flowing album is good kid mad city by kendrick lamar that album okay oh my god and i think macklemore not to shit on macklemore but i think the heist won that year and it was up against Jesus oh, by Kanye West, Magna Carta by Jay Z, and Good Kid, Mad City. If I'm not wrong, and hey, that's man. bullshit. Not to shit on Macklemore, but I'll, hey, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Fuck Macklemore. You seem like a no, he, dude. He's what? he's fine, but like all those albums you just listed, like how the fuck did any of those not win, dude? I don't know. And I'm sure there was one more in there, like a really good one that I'm missing. I'm going to get shit for it. But yeah, that album, dude, dudes. <laughs> and when so you say that, album of the year, are you, are you referring to the Grammys? I am referring to the Scammies. Yes, I am. Okay. See, so you call it the Scammies. So you get it. You get it. <laughs> get it. <laughs> good. Fuck it. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a, very, that's a very eclectic mix of, of sounds you got right there. <laughs> I love sounds, dude. <laughs> you put you put all those five together and that's that's you i feel like like i'm not surprised by any of those things you just said you know dude i'm i'm honored man i'm the life-changing albums seriously all of them i yeah. feel that george what are yours 
Yeah. So I just go, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like we talk about, I, every time we talk about favorite albums, we're talking about the same five. Yeah. Antichrist Superstar, of course. Uh, what a title, what a concept. Um, and, and George, just, just for full intents and purposes, Liam probably doesn't know the artists for these albums. So just make sure you. I'll just, yeah. Got you. Yeah. So Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar, one of the meanest, heaviest, uh, misanthropic albums of all time. Um, yeah. Uh, after that, this is no particular order, by the way. Uh, when the Kite String Pops, probably the best underground metal album of all time. It's still underground. Uh, this band, it's a band called Acid Bath. They only put out two albums and then their bassist died and they never put out shit ever again. And uh, their second album still isn't on Spotify. So like, that's why I say that they're relatively underground still. Um, yeah, when the kite string pops, the cover is uh, John Wayne Gacy finger painting. I don't know if you guys know who John Wayne Gacy is. <laughs> It's, it's, it's one of his actual finger paintings and that's the album cover uh, oh said, yeah uh, after that though Slim Shady LP by Eminem I mean Eminem is like the most metal hip hop guy ever for sure uh, that was my shit in high school um, I'll just say you know behind the bleachers after and before school this was probably playing while I was out there uh, and then after that uh, Dirt by Allison Chains of course, Alice in Chains is one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, Dirt, I, I've said this before too, Dirt is like the album that I wish I ha I could go back in time to before I listened to it so I could listen to it for the first time again. Like it blew my mind. Um, you said Dirt by Alice in Chains? Yep, Dirt. Okay. Um, and then my last one, uh, this was kind of hard. I mean, those four are like my big four. And then after that, I was kind of like, oh, you know, like the, the, the fifth spot kind of changes. I put the downward downward spiral, okay, as my fifth by Nine Inch Nails. Um, it's it sounds like it got released yesterday. You know, the the production is is super tight. Um, it's a kind. Con oh, most of these are concepts. Actually, no, they're not. Two of them. Um, I really like concept albums too. Storytelling, obviously. This this album is a has a fantastic story to it. Um, album art is great. Uh, there's layers and layers and layers and layers of sound. Um, and it's all like one person playing every instrument, you know? So it's just, it's, it's insane how, you know, it was recorded. And I think Trent Reznor said that he laid out the plan for the downward spiral and a third of the way through, he was like, this is impossible. I can't do this. And then two thirds of the way through, he was like, okay, I literally just did everything that I told myself I couldn't do. And then by the, by the end, you know, he has a full album. Um, and I think he said he got like four hours of sleep every night for like a year when he was doing it. Like he was just up like 18 hours a day. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my five. Yeah. Liam, I, I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like Nine Inch Nails are a perfect gateway band for, for you to get into this kind of music because, you know, when I think about it now, Nine Inch Nails, it's, it's essentially one guy, Trent Reznor, who makes all the music himself and then like hires a, a, a band to like play with him live. Um, oh my God. Yeah. He plays like every instrument. He can play like every instrument in, in, in like an orchestra. Like he plays every stringed instrument. Um, to start you off, if you like sounds a lot, I would say start with Ghosts by Nine Inch Nails. That whole album okay. has, has no words. It's all like soundscapes. It's all soundscapes is basically what it is. I would start off with that. If you like, okay. based off yeah. of what. But, but Liam also likes words. So I feel like the downward spiral is probably perfect because that's like, it's the downward spiral. It's like him just it's going. So heavy though. Is it too heavy? Well, you might not like how heavy it is. That's that's the thing. I I mean, we've obviously said this a million times on this podcast, but Nine Inch Nails are one of those bands where they're like right in the middle between are they metal, are they not? they're they're heavy for sure but they're like William imagine like 80s synth pop but like down tuned and like really dark if that makes any sense oh my god I'm in dude I'm fucking in. so if, yeah if you want like a synth a synth metal I'd say downward but if you want like a smoke a bowl in the dark like <laughs> go with ghosts so okay okay I might yeah. do it both tonight <laughs> to be honest with you. 
Let us know, man. That, that is, yeah, that is what we like to hear. And Liam, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the whole time George was listing off his albums, you were like writing them down or something. So, um, yeah, yeah. This is this is why we do this is to you know we're, we're ambassadors. We're trying to spread the word. Oh, I've, I've already got I've already got his too. I got I got this 22 a million uh, record right here, so I can listen to it right after this. So we'll see. Are you a are you a Saint Vincent fan? Saint Vincent, um, I don't think I've heard a lot of their work. Didn't they do? Did they do Rosalind with Bonnie Vare in Saint Vincent? I think that sounds right because I think they hang out or like they've done a song together. So I think yeah. think of them, but um, yeah. Okay, I'll check them out too. Do you have any? Kind of a similar sound. Uh, no, I I just thought they that's the closest band to or like artists that I know um to the one you mentioned so that's just kind of why I asked if you knew them um yeah, yeah cool. see this is like my favorite part of this is like I guess it's just three guys sitting here like getting into new music just by talking you know it's it's that it's that easy <laughs> that easy yeah. and George um I, I know I said earlier all of my top five are going to be metal albums just to make it easier on myself like the five that you just listed, would you consider those your five of all time or just, I mean, I know you said like Slim Shady, but like that was the only non-metal one in there, you know? So those are like your top five regardless say, of all time. I'd say these are my five. Okay. On any given day, you know, like th these will be, one of these will be, you know, on there. That's fair. That's very fair. And, ah, man, it's tough. I, like I... Like, like I said, I did I did mine all metal just to make it easy, and then to take it a step further in terms of make it easier on myself, I only did one per decade. Um, so, yeah, because, you know, I, I like some diversity in there, and I don't know. If, if I was to sit down and pick my five favorite of all time, regardless of genre, I would be sitting there for probably hours trying to, like, narrow it down. <laughs> so, so I made it real easy on myself. Uh my top five metal albums of all time, which are obviously probably my, my top five regardless, but by decade going to start in the sixties because, you know, even though black Sabbath is credited with inventing metal in 1970, I got to have an album from the sixties on there just because that decade was too sweet to not have an album. And when I think of sixties metal, I think Zeppelin is always the first band to come to mind and their first album, Led Zeppelin One, came out in 1969. That is just the that is the blueprint for heavy metal in a way. Like it's, I wouldn't call it heavy metal. It's it's like really heavy blues. But yeah, I got to go with Led Zeppelin One for the 60s, and then the, literally the next year, next year in 1970, Black Sabbath came out with Black Sabbath, and that changed everything. Yeah. But my favorite Black Sabbath album that also came out in 1970. My favorite metal album of the '70s is Paranoid. It's just, it's it's a classic. I mean, I can't really. Everything that's been said about that album has been said. It's probably the best metal album of all time, and it came out 50 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, and it's still so relevant today. So, to represent the '80s, definitely Paranoid. Uh, '80s though, this this was tough because George, as you know, I it's it's hard for me to pick between Metallica's first three albums. Uh, so instead of, you know, picking just one of those, I went with another thrash band and that is Slayer, Rain and Blood. It's, I mean, that album is just ferocity, you know, that's, that's the word for it. Um, one of the heaviest albums of its time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's so tough. And, and you'll notice there's, there's bands on here. I don't know, like Slipknot, I can't pick a favorite album. Um, Metallica can't pick a favorite album. Judas Priest can't pick a favorite album. Uh, even Megadeth can't pick a favorite album. Lamb of God can't pick a favorite album. So even though like those are some of my all-time favorite bands, I can't pick one album by each of them. So that's why I'm doing it this way. Um, so yeah, I think favorite 80s metal album has got to be Rain and Blood by Slayer. Um, 90s though, George, you already, you already know where I'm going with this. Uh, Vulgar Display of Power by Pantera classic 
I'm I'm not going to beat the dead horse with that. You you know how much I love Pantera, and apparently Liam likes Pantera because that's what he said. So I've yeah. listened to that. I've listened <laughs> to that album so much to the point where I actually I just have listened to it too much. Like I actually have like I listened to that album every day for like a year in high school. Yeah, every but, day. It's it's that good though. It's it it's so good that you can listen to it every day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't because I'll probably ruin it for myself, but you yeah, know, right, right. Um, so yeah, that, that's my nineties pick and to represent the 21st century, uh, like I said, I can't pick a favorite Slipknot or Lamb of God album. So I went with uh, system of down. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, to- toxicity, uh, that came out in 2001. That's just, I'm, I'm kind of a little, no, I guess I torn came out in 94. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. The the first one was ninety four, but you know I can't I can't pick that over Pantera. You know I just I just can't do it. Yeah. 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 I I will say it's the nineties. For George, you and I have had this discussion. Uh, people say eighties were were the heyday for metal, and you know they probably were, but I think the nineties produced the best shit. Like in all honesty, like all the best stuff was going on at that time. That's just me. I just fact-checked. Ashes of the Wake came out in 2004. Yeah. You like toxicity more than Ashes of the Wake? I do. Because, okay, okay. Let, let me rephrase that. I... You just cut out. I said it's easier for me to pick my favorite System of a Down album than it is to pick my favorite Lamb of God album. Does that make sense? Like Lamb yeah, of God just has they're they're all so fucking good. Like how do I pick just one? Yeah, but Ashes of the Wake is is just better. Dude, that <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the obvious choice for Lamb of God, sure, but like Ah, like, dude, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. Like, I could say any album right now, and I'd be like, yeah, that might be better than Ashes of the Wake. You know, it's probably not, but, like, it's, ah. No, I, I don't get what you're saying. So, so why is it easy for you to pick a favorite uh, System album, but not a favorite Lamb album? I don't, I don't get it. Because System has, like, half the amount of albums that Lamb of God does. Like system has five, only five albums. Lamb of God has like ten, you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna okay, knock. I'm not gonna knock your choice. I'm not gonna knock your choice. Have you even listened to Toxicity? Ah, uh, maybe once. I guess I should tell dude, you. We 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 scared Lamb away, dude. We got we got way too metal. No, my phone's about to die. I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. I was just fucking with you, but uh, that. That's that's a good a good segue right there. Um, yeah. we're, we're we're done with this. That was <laughs> that was beautiful for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So pick of the week. Yep. Let's do it. All right, um, Liam. This is uh, sorry to kind of put you on the spot here, but for pick of the week, we're doing our favorite Liam Rogers album or song. So, oh, right I, I know it's probably awkward for you to pick your favorite material but like what would it have to be uh i i i really i mean i i do think being is is kind of my like swan song up until this point I, i think it's the most me so far i feel that it's yeah man it's 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 hard to to go against that but uh i'm I'm gonna go right now just real quick i i don't know why like based on everything that you and i have ever talked about like being makes the most sense but for me spectrums two has always been my favorite for some reason hell yeah dude yeah i think i think part of it was just you know it's spectrums you know so volume one is kind of on one end of the spectrum and then volume two it's like holy shit like the lights light on you know like (laughs) that's all it is it's just if everyone listening to this right now if you want some positivity in your life just go and listen to this man all right (laughs) 
<laughs> well said. Um, and yeah, like Brendan mentioned, you know, these guys have known each other for a while. Uh, I'm just meeting Liam for the first time tonight. Um, so I haven't had a, checked, uh, a chance to check out his full discography. So take my pick with a grain of salt. Um, I really, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a song, right? Cause I'm not going to be able to pick it. I haven't been able to listen to a project. Um, so off, off of what I've heard very minimally, my pick of the week is honey. Mm. So yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, that, that song is obviously on being, so it's, uh, we got, we got two beings and one spectrum volume two. So good. <laughs> This is ethereal sounding shit. Beings and spectrum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one hot. William, did you prepare a one hot minute topic? I, I got some. I got a little some. Okay. 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 I think there's a lot of division in the world right now. And I do think that where there is that energy, there's also people trying to benefit from that energy. So I think if anybody's telling you to not like anybody or to not, be kind to people and express love that does come naturally in your heart. I, and love, all love is, is acceptance, just pure acceptance. And that takes effort and that takes maintenance. But I think this is a weird time and it can get very messy with all these little fine details and whatever, but people are people. They deserve love, respect, attention, patience, kindness, just as, we all do. We all make mistakes, but I do think just be present in today's day and age. Be kind to one another. That's that's my message. That's my hot minute. <laughs> that's great. Super hot. Uh, Super hot. Can I go? Uh, can I go after that? After? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I didn't really have anything prepared, but um, I want to go off of what Liam said because I think what he's saying is great. Um, I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, and I, I think that. For me personally, I I agree with you that there's a lot of division for sure, and I think uh, you know people benefit from that. You know, the, the top one percent, I'd say, um, fear mongering, and then you know, I, I I'll use TV, a television example. You know, it'll be like a news fear mongering, buy this, buy that kind of deal. Um, but the way that I approach it, or the way that if someone asked me to describe the way that I feel about that, about you know how, what to do about that it would be the exact opposite of what you just said. I'd be like, we need to tear everything down and start over. Uh, mm. Like, I guess it'd be like more entropy, more, more of, you know, don't accept more of like, you know, get pissed off uh, kind of deal. Um, which, which is really funny to me because I think, it, I think we both come from the same sentiment where it's like, we could be better, uh, but we, we approach it in, in a slightly different way. So just a different perspective. Yeah. Fair enough. Plumbers? Like, yeah. Uh, the thing that I have written down for my one hot minute just says support local artists. And the reason, the reason I do this is because obviously Liam is an, is an indie artist. He's, he's an independent musician, you know, just trying to elevate his art, you know, and I really respect that obviously in this day and age, because, you know, there's no record labels don't have the, the power they once did. So, uh, things like Spotify and Apple music have made it easier for artists to, you know, put, put their stuff out there. But at the same time, it's all, it's also kind of harder in a way. So it's, it's kind of up to, you know, fans of the artists and friends and things like that to kind of help them out. And, um, one thing I just wanted to say, obviously Liam, this, this shirt I got on right here from a bus, I mean, 
I mean, you, you can tell the story if you want, but obviously that album was made, you know, with, with like, not to toot my own horn, but like, I think if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm technically an executive producer of that album because, you know, like people helped, helped you make that album, you know, like you, you were in like a, a rough time uh, trying to make that album. I'm going to stop blabbering and just let you tell that story a little bit if you want to. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was living in my car and I was, I was working 80 hours a week to just like feed myself. And, and there were two, like people were very, very kind. And I'm just like, I'm just some dude, like I, I have some stuff to say, but other people have stuff to say too. And I'm just grateful because, you know, yourself included, like you help you help artists that are just trying to put something out and and yeah that's that's all i can say is like just i'm i'm grateful for for everybody i'm grateful for you especially and, and you too george and i don't know i'm just support support your people <laughs> support all people in in art i don't know <laughs> Oh yeah, I honestly couldn't have said that any better myself. That's why I had you say it. But, uh, that <laughs> my my one hot minute topic is kind of the reason we're doing this episode. You know, like we wanted to give you a platform to kind of expand what you're doing because I've I've told you this before, but I think your music is just too good for people not to hear it. You know what I mean? And even I mean, it's easy for me to say that because like we've been friends for such a long time. But I don't know. It's just and you kind of touched on it right there. Like it's, it's for the love of music more than anything. And that's part of the reason we do this podcast in the first place for, for the love of the music. And, you know, it's, it's just cool. Like, like I said, we've been friends for a while. It's, it's cool to see you for lack of a better term blowing up. Like you're, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just blossoming from there. And it's, and it's great to see. So I just, I had to throw that in there. I'm so grateful, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, we, we always end the show uh, with our, our song rec. That's always our last segment. Um, so, Liam, I, I asked you to pick any metal song you want, like one that you actually like. I know you're not the biggest metal guy, but I do. You, do you have a metal song to recommend? I, I, yeah, I, I think I have one technically. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, um, so I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I have heard that this guy, I don't know. His, I don't even know his name. He got a lot of, he got a lot of shit for not being able to, because I, I think people didn't understand. I don't know. Maybe they were just coming after his voice or coming after him or, or what he was trying to do. I don't even know what that was, but uh, I like Disturbed, Sound of Silence, his rend his rendition of it. I think it's so textured and beautiful and haunting. And I think that's badass if, if he was someone that basically said, screw you, I'm, I'm going to, I can do this. I just choose to do what brings me joy and, and how I express it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think he, I don't know, it's just badass, Sound of Silence, Disturbed to me. Nice. Yeah, that's that's fair, dude. I mean, I don't know. Uh, hate to kind of put George and I on the spot here, but we've we might be some of those shit talkers of disturbed. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, I was like, okay. No, here's here's the thing. Like, I I do love disturbed to death, but they're just not they're they're just not metal enough. You know what I mean? And and that's okay. Like, they're they're a great band in their own right. Um. I, I grew up with their shit, so like I, I love them a lot. And the guy's name is David Draymond, uh, just so you knew. And here, here they here they come like with an old Simon and Garfunkel song, like <laughs> like what the hell? But like obviously it like elevated them to an even bigger level than they already were. Like they already were one of the biggest metal bands in the world, and then they do that, and mm -hmm. it's like like I'm not at all surprised that that you picked that song because his voice obviously is so everything you just said like it's so on point on that song so that's hell yeah <laughs> great pick 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, George and I were hopefully trying to do the the rage themed episode next week. So we're gonna do uh, another rage song wreck. So George, what do you got? Mine was going to be killing in the name, but that's the obvious one. So I'm gonna pick right. one that has a story behind it, and that song is Fistful of Steel. Uh, I heard it for the first time in my friend Jake Pawson's car when I was 16 years old. Uh, he drove an old Hyundai Elantra. It was baby blue. Um, and yeah, I was in the backseat of the car uh, in high school. Uh, you know, you drive around a lot with your friends because there's nothing else to do. He was the old, he was the only one that had a driver's license because he was the oldest. You know, when you're the oldest, you just kind of drive your friends around. That's, that's You just fuck around. <laughs> you would drive around and, and, and fuck around and listen to metal. And... When I heard that drop D guitar come in for the first time, I was like, this is the heaviest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's my, that's my, uh, that was like my first rage song that I really loved. Uh, so. Fair enough. Is that, is that the song that you recommended uh, last time we did rage as a song? I think last time I did killing in the name. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll probably, as you know, know, know Your Enemy is my favorite Rage song, but I'll probably recommend another one for this episode. And I think my favorite guitar solo um, by Rage, and that's the reason I'm picking this song, is is in Gorilla Radio. Uh, just mm-hmm. something about it is just so... It sounds unlike anything else, you know? It's like so funky, and the bass line that they lay right underneath is just like so sweet and... Yeah, I, I think Battle of Los Angeles is my least favorite of their albums, but that's we'll we'll get into it. But that 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 song is probably the highlight of that album, in my opinion. It is, in a word, garbage. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that song is good. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you want to take us out? Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously, got got to thank Liam here for joining us. Um, we we do this thing. On, on the pod where we have the guests, uh, you know, kind of curate a playlist for us. Um, but instead of doing that, I think we're just going to put the link to your uh, artist profile on Apple Music and Spotify, unless you want to make a playlist, which is totally fine too. But uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I got stuff. I mean, we all got stuff to offer. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be grateful for either or whatever you want to do. Yeah, because I, I think, you know, you, you said, all right, let me ask you this. If if someone who had never heard your music before was to go and listen to one of your projects, which one would you tell them? Man. I, I think I think you got I think you just got to start from the beginning. And and yeah, maybe it's not your cup of tea, but I do think that you're going to hear me the most starting from spectrums and chronologically going to the end of being because it just it's just me it's just who i am and what i've had to say and how i've grown i guess so just chronologically <laughs> i guess fair enough and that that totally makes sense i think one time you told me that your your albums when when they're all put together it's kind of like a treasure map or something like that yeah <laughs> yeah so i think what we'll have you do if you don't mind i know like you you obviously have your your own like artist profile on spotify um if you want to make a playlist of in chronological order of like all your shit and we can put the link in the description below to this video once it's posted is that cool with you yeah it's it's on there right now i got a oh. I got a discography playlist okay sweet we'll, we'll just do that then Very cool so well yeah liam again thank you so much for being on um george and i will be back next week hopefully doing a rage episode if it's not rage we'll figure it out regardless um yeah until then continue listening to the hours of power on impact 89 fm every thursday night from 10 p.m to 2 a.m um yeah uh liam one last one last thing to put you on the spot here we uh it's kind of a tradition here um can you you, you obviously have, have a, a better singing voice than I do, and I'm typically the one who does this. So, can you can you just scream the word metal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Metal. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs>
You've been listening to The Metal Pod, a production of Impact 89FM. Our thanks to Impact's general manager, Jeremy Whiting, station manager, Amber Kinutsky, and programming director, McKenna Lowndes. Tune in next time for more updates on all things metal. The Metal Pod.